1: Would you
2: believe
0: it? This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q.
2: And here we are kicking off hour number two of Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. Funny, myself and DeMond are looking up at the TV here in the studio, and we see the Washington football team, the gift that keeps on giving. They're retiring Sean Taylor's number 21 jersey this Sunday. Hmm. Some pretty good timing right there gonna get some attention off of us. What can we do to, you know, make everyone feel warm and fuzzy inside? Oh, Sean Taylor, let's go ahead and retire a Jersey. We should have retired
3: a long time uh, ago. Jason Wright, the team president, released a statement where he said, Oh, no, this has been planned for months ahead. We oh that's on us. Like just bad timing on us of actually uh, you know, releasing it to everybody.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: It's like we knew we oh, we know uh, about this. I'm, ta- shit. I'm
2: planning on taking a dump in December. I couldn't tell you the exact day, but I'm planning on taking one, if you know what I mean.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we
2: could say we're planning on it, but Come on,
3: guys, this was in the work. We just happened to tell everybody right? on a couple of days after, you know, people started to look at us. Right. Exactly. Poor Jason, right, man. Yeah, exactly. See how they do us. <laughs> Guess who? Oh man. You know what? Great time for
2: diversity. Hey, man, just keep rocking that <laughs> shiki you got over there, man. You're doing all right. 3.05 is the time. Right now it's time to talk to my guy, Dustin DeHart from Nova Home Loans. Love catching up with Dustin each and every week. And, Dustin, it's been a crazy, crazy week here in, uh, in, in a Raider land and everything going on around the silver and black. But, uh, man, oh, man, how's the fantasy football team doing? Let me ask
4: you that first. How's fantasy football going for you? <laughs> oh, that's a in the news, right? Right. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, fantasy is going all right, you know. Put it this way, Q. When you have a player that's injured on your fantasy team, you get a little red cross next to him. And uh, when you look at my teams, it's pretty much lit up like a Christmas tree right oh, now. Oh, no. So, not been good. Yeah. You can't get the guys so. that are all injury prone. <laughs> <laughs> well, seems like everybody's injury prone nowadays, you know, especially if you're a running back. but Or if you're on my team, put it that way. but. Yeah, that's uh, just working the waiver wire, trying to stay afloat, and we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, absolutely, no doubt about it. Well, good luck at that. You know, I I know you're the fantasy football guy, so I'm sure you'll bounce back. uh, No problem at all. The Raiders—they're on a two-game losing streak. They're going to Denver this week. Of course, we know about all the adversity going on with them, but just as far as the football team goes on the field, how do you think they square up with the with the division rival that they're uh, you know they're tied with right now, sitting there uh, tied for second place?
4: Well, it's going to be interesting. I tell you, I went to the game Sunday, and uh, boy, they didn't—they didn't really show up, did they? No. Nah. You know, and I, I know. Look, I mean, you know, look. I, you know, you could say all the Gruden stuff, but you know, when you're playing the game, in your opinion, does that really matter? I mean, are they really thinking about an email or anything? And I don't think anybody really knew the exact severity of everything else. Like, so you know, you kind of take that out of the equation. Yeah, it's good you know, look, it's uh two two division rivals, you know, both of the same record. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to see what they do and, and see how the new coach leads them and uh we'll see what happens. But you know, I think that I think they're gonna pull together and, and pull out a win for us. And, you know, and That's what that's what the CD needs right now, man. I'm telling you. You know, let's get a win behind us and put all the uh The baggage behind us right now and let's keep winning
2: you know that that's the key right there i mean winning cures all and i know this that's a i mean it's still a major thing to have to overcome but i mean this if they can come out with a victory one that locker room would be just pumped up that coaching staff would be pumped up it would just make everyone at least for a few hours feel a lot better than the situation how big of a a factor do you think Derek carr is going to be now moving forward trying to really help lead this team on and off the
4: field i mean i think he's going to be the key to everything you know i mean you know he lost his coach, and uh, you know I mean we're gonna, he's going to have to move forward and pick it up. You know, but yeah, yeah I you know look, I mean the play calling right is going to stay the same, really. You know, or the plays, you right. know, it's the play calling is going to be different, and we'll see how Carr reacts to it. But uh, you know, look, he's a he's a great player, and I think he's going to step up and and deliver for us. So you know, it's it's going to be. Again, it's going to be interesting to see what happens this Sunday. I I really am intrigued to see if they pull together and get us a win and Come together as a team because we we surely need it right now. Right, absolutely, no doubt about it. We're
2: talking with Dustin Dehart from Nova Home Loans here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. And Dustin, throughout the course of the week, I've had multiple people hit me up and say, "Hey, I reached out to your guy this week, and you know got yeah. got some information from him." What right now would you say in October? Because I know that there's different times to do different things, really, as far as the real estate market goes. Uh, right, right about now, what do you what do you feel is the biggest like question, or or you get calls about the most right now? What are people doing right now in October?
4: Yeah, look, we're you know we're heading into the holiday month, so you know if you're thinking about buying now's like the perfect time. Okay, you know, look, sellers are motivated, uh, supplies inching up a little bit uh, right now. Q, so we're starting to see more houses on the uh, on the market. Nice, uh, you know, you know, look, rates are going up a little bit, so it, it's imperative you know we get in now and get that rate locked, you know, I don't think they're going to go up any, anything crazy, you know, and look, they go up, they come back down, they're cyclical, so, um, you know, get, get your ducks in a row, let's get you pre-approved and go out there and make an offer, you know, and a lot of people keep calling me and asking about the uh, proverbial housing crash right? that, that they think is going to happen, you know, and you know, I try to talk about the ledge, you know, and these are, the, you know, a lot of these are the same people that thought that this was happening two years ago. And I sat on the fence and, you know, they could have had a house that's probably worth a hundred grand more than they bought it for right now. But so, again, look, you know, it's supply and demand. You know, supply is at about three or four weeks. You know, for a balanced market, we should be about four months. I don't know if we're ever going to get there. You know, there's still people buying houses all over the place. You know, people from California that are moving here every day and they're buying houses So the demand's there, and if you look around town, Q, I mean, we are nonstop building. I mean, it's just one venue and one new hotel after another. You know, the the housing market needs jobs, and jobs are being created here in Las Vegas. You know, we don't have state income taxes, and it's a design. You know, look, I know housing prices have got up, but if you look at... You know, other cities and other markets, they're uh, way more, you know, way less expensive than those other cities. So it's just a great time to buy a house here, a great time to be in Las Vegas. And uh, it's it's exciting to see what the city's done, you know, from from the rebound of the first housing crash to COVID boy, you know, when we come down, we come roaring back up. It's crazy. Right.
2: No, it, it is. And I've been seeing a lot of houses being worked on and being built right now across town. That's super exciting. And I'll tell you, man, I love the way that these houses are created and the way that they look here in town. I mean, it just, it's a certain yeah. special look and, you know, with the mountains in yeah. the background and everything it's, it's, it's a it's a beautiful time, and it's a beautiful, like, background and, and great place to have a home. And uh, the one thing I, I've been noticing is that a lot of these homes, they hit the market, and then they're closed within, like, 30 days. I mean, it, it goes so fast, sometimes even faster than that. Uh, how important is it to have kind of all your ducks in a row before you decide to kind of deep dive into trying to get a home because things do get swept up so quickly?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very important. And, you know, first – you know, if you're getting financing, which most people do, you know, you need to talk to a loan officer. You know, a lot of people you know, it's, you know, the shiny object syndrome. They want to just go look at, start out looking at houses, right? Sorry. You know, and I get it. Sorry. But, you know, and, you know, unfortunately, you know, then I mean, you come to me and, you know, you don't really qualify for the houses that you're looking at, and you know. But, look, if you're going to go make an offer anyways, you have to have what's called a pre-approval letter. You okay. know what I mean? And, again, we, we will assist you with that. And in fact, we can give you a pre-approval letter on steroids, more or less, that will uh, really put your offer to the top of the list and help get it accepted. Uh, and you're right, yeah, offers, you know, price or excuse me, houses are going quick, you know, little, not as quick as they were three or four or five, six months ago, but they're still going very quick, you know, and especially the house that's priced right in that, uh, you know, that wheelhouse of that, f- you know, 450 or below, mm-hmm. there's going to be multiple offers on there. So you know, not only do you need a good loan officer, but you also need a really good real estate agent because uh, that's, uh, you know, that's very important to to have the good real estate agent behind you to help negotiate the terms, you know, talk to the listing agent, see where you need to be, help get your offer accepted. I do that as well. Whenever any of my realtors, um, they submit an offer, I call up that listing agent and tell them how qualified my buyer is and how quick we're gonna close escrow and there's not gonna be any issues. And, uh, anybody listening, we would do that for you. And if you need a, a great real estate agent, I work with, uh, or with some of the best in town. So I'd be happy to assist you that way as well.
2: So I'm talking about, I got a, uh, I, Damon's De- over here laughing at me because he knows that I got a champagne uh, taste with uh, malt liquor money. So, <laughs> no, I was also, oh, man, gonna, we
3: all do. No, <laughs> Dustin, I got a question yeah. for you. Uh oh, uh oh. No, because I've got a couple of friends and they're just thinking, like, oh man, we can, like, looking at buying a house yeah. as an investment. Dustin, how likely are you to, like, give a home loan to a couple of 20 year olds that, like, that are just, like, <laughs> going to go into a house together?
4: Hey, look, I'll, I'll, if they qualify, I'll give a home loan to anybody. Right. That's, yeah, a, I mean, hey, that's real. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's the key is do they qualify? You know, look, when you're 20, you know, it's nice to have an investment property, but you know, you need to get your primary residence uh, settled first, you know, and a, an investment property is going to require at least 20% down. Um, so most 20 year olds don't have, uh, you know, thousands of thousands of dollars sitting in their pocket, but, essentially yeah i mean three people or however many people can go on a loan together pull the incomes pull the assets and essentially buy a rental property together i don't really condone that like that you know like you know it's even people like put it this way i get a lot of people that are not even married yet and i'm like are you sure you guys want to buy this house together (laughs) because you might want to get married first uh, things change and then yeah three 20 year olds when they turn 30 and they're battling over who owns what that uh that might lead to some uh, some faction. Put it that way. Yeah, you know? man. So.
2: Things at 20 don't look the same as 40. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> really,
3: no. yeah, exactly. we need 25, Rich, yeah. now. 25, oh. come on. Not, not just 20, 25, come on. Oh, Give man. us some credit.
2: Right, yeah, sounds good. You know, it's it, you. It, it's funny you mentioned, you know, getting pre-qualified. Uh, so if anyone wants to come to you, like they say, you know what, I want to go out there and get that pre-qualification so I can really start the hunt for this house, uh, what should they bring to you or, or do they really just need to kind of, I mean, come in with bare bones?
4: Yeah, just call us up, you know, and look, a lot of people don't want to come in, you know, for whatever reason, or they don't, you know, COVID, whatever it is, you know, and you can easily do everything online, you know, you can fill out an application in about five, 10 minutes, and then we can send you a link to upload the required docs. And then we'll do a phone consultation on all your options. Or I love meeting with people. You want to come in and sit down, and we'll go over everything. And we'll tell you what to bring. It's as simple as that. You know, five seven seven twenty six hundred. That's all you got to do.
2: There you go. And I know that Dustin does like to meet with people. I actually went over there, and my name was on the. It was on the desk when I walked in. <laughs> he
4: spelled his last name wrong though. Q. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah.
4: I fired the front desk lady for that, so I hope you know that, right? <laughs> no
2: that's one thing my dad gets mad at all the time because my last name, Myers, always everyone always says M E Y E R S and he always says, We don't have an extra E in our name. Don't put it there. So yeah, I mean that's, well, that's- I
4: traded her to all Western mortgage, so she's fine. She's you know, she has a new job. So, uh, nice. I got that Good stuff. Good stuff. I I like it. I
2: like it. Well, Dustin, it's always good to catch up with you, man. Uh, I always appreciate you. I'm getting all my ducks in a row. The wife actually told me because she knows she has my like not appointments, but she knows my schedule now. So she said she knows that I've talked to you every Thursday. And so she kind of gave me the hint today. And She said, oh, by the way, our only debt that we really have is your car. And she made sure she specified my car. (laughs) She's like, yeah. I just want you to oh, know. You gotta drive, right? That's what <laughs> I said. But see, she she don't she don't like my expensive taste. So she was like, "Yeah, the only the only debt that we have right now is your car loan." And I was like, "All right,
4: I'll <laughs> tell you what. If you only have one car loan, you're about ninety percent better than everybody else I talked to. So keep nice. it up, man. Well, that's what we got. Uh, that's what hey, we got. Real quick, and I, I real quick, and I, I did talk to a listener a couple days ago. He's a veteran. Hopefully, he's listening. Uh, on all BA loans, we don't charge any lender fee. So. Uh, keep that out there, and uh, it was awesome to help veterans. And we waive our thirteen hundred dollar processing
2: fee. Wow, that's nice. Yes, yeah, salute to service, man. Definitely, uh, man. The VA. I was actually, it's funny in my notes. I actually had written down about VA loans because when I tried to sell my house in Texas, someone with the they were going to use a VA loan to buy it, and it was one. It, was, it almost seemed like it was a little bit more complicated, or a couple more eyes had to be dotted and a couple more T's. But uh, VA loans are really good, right? For for veterans, it, it, it does some good things.
4: Absolutely. Best loan product out there, and it's not hard at all.
2: So okay. Don't, don't
4: let anybody tell you that. All right. Well, you know,
2: you know they be telling me some things, Dustin. You know that, how that goes. Everyone wants to tell me yeah, like, something.
4: Like the NFL tells us some things,
2: right? <laughs> yes. Absolutely, my man. Well, let them know the phone number again to reach out to you if they want to get some more information.
4: I appreciate it. 577 2600. Thanks a
2: lot, Q. Hey, thank you, Dustin. I appreciate you. Good stuff right there. Dustin DeHart, Nova Home Loans, proud title sponsor here of Unnecessary Roughness. And uh, yeah, man, the wife gave me a jab on the way out the door. Like, that's cold game. You know what I mean? You could tell me something like that while we're sitting around just talking, but don't hit me with a zinger and then bounce. <laughs> that's, that's cold game. That's like throwing a pitch at me and hitting me and then, and then walking out. It's like a mic drop moment.
3: And I'm not going to tell everybody what kind of car you do got, but it is a nice car. You know, that I mean, is a nice is. vehicle.
2: Hey, look, man, I got ex- I'm. I'm my mom. My mom has expensive tastes, I got expensive tastes. But the wife, she thinks that, oh, you should just get a car that's very, you know, uh, valuable like the values there where it's inexpensive and it's going to run for a very long time like she has a nissan
3: because i know gas ain't being kind to you no <laughs> gas was great to me when i was in
2: texas because i lived five minutes away from the radio station so i drove there i have put so many miles on my car since i've been here my car hates me right now but it still looks good so it is what it is <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I treat my car better than I treat some of my kids. I ain't gonna lie to you, just because my car is very special. <laughs> I hope the kids aren't listening. No, they know. Got to think who they know. Her. No, they know. They absolutely know. You know what? The one of my biggest pet peeves, and then we'll take a break. One of my biggest pet
3: peeves are the kids.
2: Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> I can go on for hours about that. One of my biggest pet peeves is when we go to the car, like we're leaving a restaurant or something, and we're walking to the car. Everyone and their mother knows that my car doors are locked, right? The first thing that they do is walk to the car and try to yank the handle. The damn thing is still locked. It ain't going to open. But you know what you are going to do? You're
3: going to jack up my handle. Just saying. Don't be sorry. Be careful. Just saying.
2: Guess we kind of hot, But Well, man. why don't
3: you just press the unlock button a little faster? Because. As soon as you get to the parking lot, just go ahead and know. Because it's a process. It's a process. You got to learn. You got to learn these things. Seems like you should just be smarter and just like... I'm yeah, No, they, I, I think they should just wait they for keep, me. They're they always sh- reaching at their door handle. They go and should lock wait it
2: for me. And they shouldn't be having to yank on it because it's a door that don't need to be yanked on. Just saying. Just kid gloves. Kid gloves.
3: Yeah, I don't care. I'm saying you, you I like, don't it, care. You, it, it seems like you're at fault here. I'm looking around for imaginary people in the studio to back me up. Ain't I nobody like, going <laughs> to back you up. Ain't nobody going to back you up. That I, All you got to do is press the button like a couple
2: seconds faster? I don't think I should have to. What are they going to get in the car before me? I'm the one driving. Because please believe, ain't nobody driving my car but me. Trust that. Trust me on that. I don't care if you were desperate to get somewhere right now. He's like, Q, can I borrow your car? Nope. Better take that radio station van. <laughs> are you, what, do
3: you need to get in, adjust your mirrors? No. You look onto I, the need, side? I need to get, Ooh, I need, man, I need I to bet get you are in. the person that if I'm trying to get in on the passenger side, you looking at me. Oh, it's locked. I didn't know that. No, it'll open when I open, when I unlock my door, it'll all unlock. I don't even use the remote. I press the button on the door. That's how I roll. Press the button on the door. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't gonna lie to you, you know you know it was a real flex, my barber. Where it was just like, is he driving? got to t- barber? Yeah, of oh, course. It's about time. He drives a Tesla, and it was just like one of those. Just like it's like a process just to even oh, open the yeah. door. They got like a card and stuff. Yeah, and it was just like, hey man, you need to need to dog, reduce. I'm need to reduce the prices on these haircuts, man. That's how you can get driving Tesla. I'll tell
2: you what, dog. I uh, I was when I was in Cali for the Raider Niner game. I went and saw one of my friends, and their cousin was there, and they drove a Tesla. And so we were out that night, and so they drank. So I was like, well, here, I'll I'll drive, I'll drive you home. I said, where's your car? And it was a Tesla. You would have thought I was drunk. I had no idea (laughs) how to get that damn car going. I was like, what am I doing here? And they're like, oh, just press, you know, and they're trying to explain to me. And they got this big old computer screen. I was like, this is too much. And so anyway, I drove them home. Finally got there. And then I got into the garage and I parked and I was like, wait a minute. How do I turn the damn thing off? I couldn't figure out how to turn the thing off. And they're like, oh, just leave it. I said, nah, man. Nah, man. Someone's got to come out here, and so I started uh, like making noise so people would come out and and fix it because I couldn't do it. I wasn't. It was really. Was it coming. one
3: of those like, oh man, I didn't see that button right there? Or was it actually like some sort of process? I honestly
2: don't think that there was a button for me to press. Oh, I I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but it was very difficult. <laughs> Three twenty two is the time. That's all I need to say. <laughs> Good times. Many thanks to Dustin DeHart for joining us from Nova Home Loans. When we come back, we'll hit our NFL picks, and we'll talk to Cassie Soto from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. She was in attendance at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center today. Raiders HQ for practice. We'll get her thoughts. We'll get her insights. We'll do all that next here on Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920.
0: Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm
1: going to have to kick you, you know what, today.
0: Here's your boy Q.
2: Coming up in a few minutes, we got Cassie Soto from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. She'll tell us everything she saw today out at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, Raiders HQ. Get the energy of the players, the coaches and what she saw from practice. So that's coming up in a few minutes. We also have our NFL picks on the way, but we got a lot of patient listeners on the Raider Nation listener line, so I do want to go ahead and get to you. So let's go on out there, 702-365-9200. Let's talk to our guy, Fargo Raider. What's on your mind, my man?
5: Hey, what's up, Q and DeMar, my guys?
2: Chillin', man, chillin'.
5: I wanted to lead off with uh, a little bit of information here. So Diggs actually also leads the league in penalties already, and he is on pace to lead uh, to... uh, allow the most yards in NFL history since they've been keeping track of the stats. So that's, you know, every every coin has two sides.
2: Hey, but he's he's uh, he's uh leading the league in interception, and he's on the field. I'll take that. Yeah, we'll take that.
5: <laughs> uh, I, I also wanted to say if I could ask anybody anything in the locker room, I'd ask Carr if he's ready to channel that Mamba mentality this week, you know?
1: Yeah, there uh, you
5: go. I'm going to say also Arkansas is my NCAA team, you know, so I love Mac as a Raider. <laughs> yeah. And it was sweet to watch him beat the brakes off the donkeys. Man. I'm hoping to f- yeah. I'm hoping to see the uh diversified play calling now and Carr take full ownership of the team. I'ma I'ma I'm end it off on on this note. Now I know we got a black eye because of all this nonsense, but it's time we pull that patch down over that eye. And uh, rob them of their gold in their own house. You know what
2: I mean? Yeah, go on, Let's get go raiders. Nice. There it is, right there. He said, rob them of their gold in their own house. That's what I'm talking about. Go on, do some looting. I like that. My phone is going off right now. It says, scam likely, Pueblo, Colorado. Look, I ain't lying. Look, scam likely.
3: He's not lying. He is showing me <laughs> Pueblo. Pueblo. Trying well, to get him. I'm not going out to Pueblo, you know but Let me let's tell a quick let's... story real quick. Oh, okay, go for it. We're in Pueblo, my high school basketball. Sorry, coach reader Dave. <laughs> Sorry, reader. This is way important. My high school basketball coach. He left to get a community. It was, it was a JUCO job in Pueblo, University of Pueblo in Canada, Colorado. And this is what he says to me before he leaves. You know, the coach is like, "Oh, I'm going to miss you guys." Blah blah blah. blah leaving high school for college. He says, "Damon, I'll have fun. Not recruiting you." Last <laughs> thing he ever said to me. <laughs>
2: That just backs up my theory that you stink. I know you're no good at hoops. I know you're no good. You have no hoop skills. I can't can't wait one day, man. One day we're going to get a ball. I'm just going to ball you up, and you're going to get so mad that this old man is dragging your backside. Let's go out to Denver. Let's talk to our guy, Raider Dave. What's up, Raider Dave? What's on your mind, my man?
1: Man, I don't usually listen to Raider Nation Radio to listen to stories about your drunk friends, but it is pretty entertaining. <laughs> I do know this about you, though, and and you have had a lot of travel lately, and you haven't complained about your air travel woes. But I think we might need to add to your air travel woes: drive an electric car. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs>
2: true. I got I got issues when it comes to that.
1: Well, you know, they don't have alt control delete on the steering wheel, so it doesn't make it easy, <laughs> right? Um, you were saying something earlier about Washington and their timing with Taylor's jersey. Yep. I didn't know if you knew or not, and this timing is really messed up. They're going to go ahead at halftime and announce that uh, and unveil Mike Sh- or, uh, yeah, Shanahan's uh, name of the ring of fame really? right here against the Raiders. Yeah. I'm like, this is just another motivated piece that we need to go out and win this game.
2: Yeah, I didn't know that. That's a great nugget, man. That's awesome. I didn't know that
1: yeah i figured i'd let you guys know nice that's
2: what happens when you go behind enemy lines and go out to raider dave that's good stuff right there appreciate that my man uh let's keep this thing pushing real quick raider 89 what's on your mind or not <laughs> hey,
1: hey, oh there he is uh, can, you hear me? can you hear me yep hey right on, uh, q what uh you guys are awesome man like there are so many things i want to just talk about just just being part of the conversation you guys are hilarious like you guys just get me through the day. Like, Monday through Friday, I, I can't wait for unnecessary roughness. You know what I'm
2: saying? Nice. Appreciate it. Uh,
1: no, but uh, no, you guys are awesome, man. There are so many things I wanted to say. Uh, I'm going to the Eagles-Raiders game. Are you guys going to be there for that?
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. DeMond will be the little kid. I mean, he'll be the guy that's working. You'll see him working in his little uh, media outfit. But, yeah, I'll, I'll be there bright and early. Matter of fact, I'll be doing the uh, pregame, pregame show. Cues kickoff is what we call it at 10 a.m. I'll be on the Coors Light Landing. So, uh, definitely come on by and check me out.
1: For sure. I can't wait, man. Uh, Like I said, I love you guys. You know, listen to JT, Vinny, everybody. You you guys are awesome, though. Uh, Appreciate it. And uh, I I can't wait to keep listening to you guys and just keep it going, man. Raider Nation, what's up?
2: There you go. Great stuff, man. Raider 89 right there. He'll be at the Eagle and uh, Raider game. That'll be next week. Again, we'll do the the pregame pregame shows called Q's Kickoff. We'll lead right into JT and Eric Allen for the official pregame show, which will lead you right up to kickoff with Brent Musburger and Lincoln Kennedy on the call, Raiders and Eagles live from Allegiant Stadium. But that's a week from now. We still have a whole week before that. We'll talk about that game next week, because right now it's about the Denver Broncos in Denver. And right now to help us break down everything going on at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center is our good friend from the Las Vegas Review-Journal, Cassie Soto. And Cassie, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it as always. What was the energy like? You've been there uh, the last couple days, camped out, and uh, Gus Bradley and Greg Olson and others talked today, and I know you were there for practice, and, and I saw one of your videos where the offensive line was running. Uh, looked like they broke the huddle and they run across the field. What was the energy like out there today with the players and the coaches?
6: Yeah, the energy was great, but real quick, we need to talk about the energy of you being so negative and not opening the car doors <laughs> as early as you need to. Open the dang doors, Q. What are we doing?
2: Well, why are you in a hurry to get in the car when you can't <laughs> drive? You can't go anywhere till I drive.
6: Oh, but just open the door. It's one button. You got it. Come
2: Unbelievable.
6: On. Anyways, um, yeah, but I posted that video today. Um, I usually record the huddle, right? Um, you'll usually see the leader, whether it's Carr or whoever, I was trying to zoom in there to see um who was doing the speech before they broke. And I and I noticed like Jermaine Aluminor and, and um, Alex Leatherwood kinda of, like goofing off with each other. I was like, Okay, this is gonna be something good and sure enough I zoom in and it's almost like they were racing to get to their um, to their spots on the field. And, yeah, it was funny, and, and I mean, I think that's kind of the lightheartedness that you're looking for right now um, from this team. They've had a heck of a week, an unprecedented week, to say the least, so um, as the coaches and as the players players have said, like, they're looking ahead, they're looking forward, and that's all you can do, and and in life, right, in a situation like this, it's, as uh, Gus Bradley said, it's saddening, um, and it's hard for them to process, but the The NFL is not stopping, right? Like they're right. not put a pause on the season. So the Raiders have to move ahead. And yeah, to see that energy today, um, I didn't post the other videos, but Carl Nasib was back at practice today, so that was huge. He had the energy. He was going. him and Max Crosby looked like they were leading the defense a little bit today, and the energy is definitely there. And again, it's it's definitely what you want to see. Um, from the week that they've
2: had yeah they've had a heck of a week I mean I've been covering football and sports in general for a long time I know you have as well I don't think any of us have seen a week like this you know yeah. what I mean <laughs> never <laughs> ever seen a week like this so what are your early impressions of uh, Rich Basaccia who's now the interim head coach
6: I think his soundbite that he had yesterday where he said uh he didn't want to get emotional but he said dang like to be the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, holy bleep. You know, know? and and it's obviously not how you want to become a head coach, but this guy, I think it's 38 years now, coaching in both college and the NFL, almost four decades Mm -hmm. of coaching, and to finally be handed the reins of an organization, an organization that still has the potential to be pretty dang good down the stretch here. Um, he seems like he has the locker room behind him. He seems like he's willing um, to, to admit maybe he doesn't, you know, have all the answers, but he's he's he has the coaches, the veteran coaches but, um, behind him and are backing him, the players most importantly, backing him. Max Crosby said when he heard that Versace was going to be the new head coach that it put a smile on his face. So these are things, again, that you want to hear in times like this. And, yeah, I think – um, for a guy that has experience with both the offense and the defense, um, and now I think he's in his fourth season with the Raiders, like he has experience with his team, has experience with a lot of the guys. I think, yeah, he's he's ready for this opportunity and and is ready to take on the challenge.
2: Yeah, I, I think so as well. I was pretty impressed by his uh, introductory press conference, the one he had yesterday. I thought that, uh, you know, he kind of hit it out the park and, and said what he had to say. And obviously, he's still very emotional. He's very close to John Gruden, so uh, that's going to be something. But I, I, I think he's got the skins on the wall to make it happen. And Cassie, how important do you think it is that he has so many veteran uh, coaches on that staff, like Gus Bradley, like Greg Olson, like Ron Miles and Richard Smith. Those guys have so many years of experience coaching that it should be able to help them get through this transition period,
6: right? No, for sure. And I, and I think as Bradley said today, like I'm here whenever Rich needs me, but like he's basically got it. Like you know, like he's ready to take this ship and lead it in the right direction. So yeah, the veteran and even on, on the team as well. Like you look at Derek Carr. I think he mentioned Derek Carr that. He's looking at him to help lead the players. So again, when you have the players behind you, when you have the coaches behind you, and you put all of your knowledge together, uh, what did he? See? He had a really good soundbite, like community or the collective. He said the collective is better than the individual. Mm. So he's already kind of thinking ahead, and he's thinking that that um, that yeah. Here he says, um, I'm going to rely on a lot of players, a lot of coaches. Again, I think the collective is better than the individual. So when you have that mindset, especially as a head coach, he says no one is bigger than the Raider shield. He knows going into it, like, yes, he's going to get the spotlight right on Sunday. They're going to say all the cameras are going to be pointed at him. But he knows it's not about him. It's about the guys on the field and what they do on Sunday.
2: Right, absolutely. We're talking right now with Cassie Soto from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Vegas Nation does a great job over there, and I always appreciate when she's here with us on Raider Nation Radio 920. I did want to take you back a little bit and ask you about the owner, Mark Davis. Uh, he made a very short statement to Paul Gutierrez, and, and he tweeted that out, and that's all we've heard from the owner. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's okay, or just where do you stand on that so far?
6: pretty unfortunate, actually, that we haven't heard from him. And, and I say we, right, as as media. But I think he owes it to the people that have been behind the silver and black for decades. You know, I'm thinking of my dad, who's been a lifelong fan mm-hmm. and has seen this team through the good and the bad. Now he wakes up one morning and his head coach is gone. Um, granted, you know, he for what John Gruden said, he, you know, got what was coming. Right. You can't say those things. But, yeah, for Mark Davis to not publicly say, hey, listen, Raider Nation, this was wrong. Um, I made a mistake by letting him coach on Sunday. He had these emails on Friday. I think that was a mistake. I think it would have been completely unfair had Mike Mayock not have spoke yesterday and Rich Basacci is the first person that gets thrown to the media. Mike Mayock, getting him out in front of everybody was a good start, but I absolutely think uh, Mark Davis should have been right there next to him. And again, the fact that we still haven't heard anything from him Um, I don't think
2: it's right. Right. No, and and I know he's hurt, and I know that he's dealing with things going on in the background. I get it. He's trying to run this organization. But, uh, you know, I know Hondo said it to us yesterday, and you're saying it right now. I kind of feel like he should have said something to the fans. I mean, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about anyone else. It's about the fan base that spends all the money going to the games, merchandise, hotels. I mean, you know the the song and dance. Everyone that's there representing and supporting the team, those are the ones that needed to at least hear from the, the leader and say, hey, Guys, it's gonna be okay. We got this. Right. You yeah, know? I've
6: got family I've got family coming into town for the Eagles games. They took days off, right? They are paying to get here. They're paying, they're gonna be paying for food and drinks and, and merchandise, I'm sure. And the fact that the owner of their franchise can't just say, Hey guys, my bad. Like, come on. You know, like right. it doesn't take a lot, especially in this day and age. Everybody's got Zoom on their computer now, right? He can hop on Zoom, he can send a video out to their I know a little bit about editing here. He can send the video (laughs) off. All they have to do is add a lower third, and boom, it's out on Twitter, and the fans know that Mark Davis is looking out for them. And I think, yeah, it's been a miss so far that it's been – um a couple days now and still
2: nothing right no doubt about it we're talking right now with cassie soto here on unnecessary roughness raider nation radio 920 how about this game on sunday against the denver broncos it's on the road both teams three and two both teams on a two-game losing streak afc west opponents i mean how are you feeling about this game how do you think it shakes out and and how much do you think these players just want to get back on the field and play a
6: game there's still a game happening this weekend right i'm like oh man what are we talking about like oh sunday right This is still happening yeah. Uh, well, first of all, big day in the Soto household. Obviously, dad a Raiders fan, mom a lifelong Broncos oh, fan. Oh so yeah. This is always an exciting time uh, for mom and dad. So quick shout out to them. I, I don't think they make the loser sleep on the couch anymore. <laughs> I think that that was a thing for a minute. Nice. I don't think that that happens anymore. So that's good. But yeah, no. Mom, mom tends to rub it in his face a little bit more if, wow. if the Broncos get See it. See how she but is. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's huge, right? Uh, both teams started off three and zero, pr- and as far as the Raiders go, some pretty bad losses. That Chicago Bears game, I, you know, not that it was a blessing in disguise, but I think that that was a game that they wanted to forget about as quickly as possible. It seemed mm-hmm. like the team never really got out on the field there. So yeah, I think I think they they owe it to themselves to to leave everything out on the field for this game and to prove to themselves that six weeks into this season like everything hasn't gone to shambles
2: right right and uh, I wanted to ask you about Derek Carr what are your thoughts on I mean we all know as guys and, and and ladies that have been watching him and seeing him in practice and seeing him in in games and just being there meeting with him he's got that kind of that edge to him without being edgy you know what I mean like he's yeah. he's got that leadership skills we know he's got the ability to go get it done how do you think he takes his team and, and leads them on the field especially starting on Sunday well
6: it's going to be- if we see like a different Derek Carr like seeing him make some throws make some plays that maybe we wouldn't have normally seen him make under John Gruden like how much more of a say is he going to get right and third and shorts and, and fourth and fourth and shorts like is he going to be able to be like you know what we can do this like let's go instead of you know leaving the field so it'll be interesting I think and as he said before um like the locker room more importantly is behind one another. So I think that that's going to play a huge role into this, but I think Derek Carr, I mean, this is his fifth head coach now.
4: Yeah. Yep. Fifth. Yeah. Fifth fifth one.
6: Yeah. So he's unfortunately been here before where he's had to sort of restart. And, and I think, you know, as long as, again, as long as he's got his guys behind him, that's really what matters at the end of the day.
2: Right. No, it really is. And it's going to be an interesting one. And, again, a, a game that both the Broncos and the Raiders need. And, obviously, you know, the Raiders need to, to snap this two-game winning streak and get that bad taste out of their mouth. Uh, if they can come away with the victory on Sunday, I have a feeling, I mean, it doesn't cure all. But, man, that would yeah. be a good plane ride back from, uh, from Denver to Las Vegas with a W under their belt.
6: It would definitely help change, like, the headlines. Yeah. a little bit for sure yeah right. and then that's like, yeah, like you're saying like it's a good a good you leave Denver with a good taste in your mouth you come home you're you're ready to, to to play in front of your home crowd here um at Allegiant Stadium against the Eagles so yeah I think I think just more this might mean more morally right. than it does right the, to go three and three or to go um four and two so I think it it'll definitely yeah be the the morale boost
2: that this team is looking for right now. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Cassie, it's always great catching up with you. Uh, what you got coming out on Las Vegas Review-Journal and uh, Vegas Nation that uh, Raider fans should be on the lookout for? We don't
6: have to talk about work. Everybody's going
2: download Corey Dash. We need
6: some more downloads. Okay. <laughs> I just died. I just uh, – Oh, you I'm, were just I'm, playing right I've now? I've been playing the whole time. You're playing yeah, the whole yeah, time? I've been
3: playing the whole time. What
6: did you get? What did you get?
3: Um, 1,105. Six. So That's still seven. haven't beat my high score yet. Do we know what the high score is, like, globally yet?
6: Uh, so still working on the global leaderboard, but I think it has to be thirty six hundred.
2: His cousin. I, I think I can beat that. Like I, I, I just want to know it. why are in my bones. Why are you playing the game while we're on the radio working? I just, I, I I'm just. He knows he, doesn't,
6: he knows he doesn't have to dump me. I got it. I'm a pro. Yeah, here. man.
3: I mean, <laughs> well, he can he can pay attention. He ch- likes listening. to chime this in. Is, this is all good stuff.
2: Uh-huh. All good stuff, Cassie, man. Cassie. Cassie.
6: Corgi Dash, That's what matters. He, yeah.
2: has, <laughs> he hasn't heard a word that you said
3: because I've been playing her game. <laughs>
2: Unbelievable! <laughs> the best. Unbelievable! <laughs> look at
3: me, man. Hey, man. I. Hey, I can't. I can't lose on this one. Hey, I'm still winning on this one.
2: Unbelievable, Cassie. Thank you so much. It's always great. Sorry that Demond's not paying attention to your wisdom while you're on the radio. It's all good. It's all good, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Cassie. Thank you so much. Uh, we look forward to talking to you next week.
6: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Keep
2: playing Corgi Dash. Don't encourage him. There goes Cassie Soto. Why did I just scream at her? (laughs) I was kind of angry. Yeah,
3: man. Let me enjoy this. Unbelievable.
2: This guy's playing video games. We're doing a a radio show. He's playing video games. Mm, mm, mm.
3: At least they got the volume down.
2: Yes, thank you. Thank you that you can give us that courtesy. Unbelievable. Three forty-four is the time we're going to come on back, close out the show. We'll, we'll we'll save our NFL picks for tomorrow, but we will come back and we'll just give tonight's picks. We'll uh, we'll say who we think is going to win this one. We'll give you an update on the score. Uh, I'm still beating Demond. I'll just say that. But we'll come back, close out the show. Vinny Bonsignore will be in studio. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Radio Nation Radio nine twenty. It's
0: Unnecessary Roughness. The
2: Judge Lester Hayes joining us now.
1: YQ, of course, our team kept winning. Kept
4: winning Q because of our training. You got to put in the work and the time and the perseverance and the patience to train your body and train your brain. Welcome back, Welcome
0: back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. Just got a couple minutes left in today's show. Fast and Furious.
2: Thank you to everyone who's chimed in on the show. Calls, texts, guests. A lot of good stuff, man. Turning the page, continuing to turn the page, preparing for that game on Sunday against the Denver Broncos. My man Vinny Bonsignor is stepping in the studio. He'll be here in just a second to, to join us. We got to make our picks for tonight's game, Tampa Bay and Philadelphia. It's week six action. Can't believe it's already week six action. Uh, my guy... Clay Baker from the morning tailgate will be at Chickie's and Pete's tonight for Monday night football. So our Thursday night, excuse me, I'm at Oyo on Monday night. It's Thursday night. He'll be at Chickie's and Pete's inside of Sahara, Las Vegas. So make sure you go by and check him out. Have some great food. DeMond's buying pizza. So go on by and let him know it's on DeMond. He got you covered.
3: Put it on my tab. Yeah,
2: there you go. Put it on his tab. You heard the man. I didn't make that stuff up. It's on his tab. So go on and make it happen. Get that lobster pizza. I think I'm going to try some of that tonight. I'm going to head by there and check it out. But uh, yeah, on the real, go by there. Uh, My guy, Clay Baker's got a lot of good prizes. He'll be checking in with us in a little while. So uh, Chickies and Pete's is a spot tonight. Thursday night football officially kicking off week six of the NFL season. Uh, Got Mitch in New Jersey on the phone line. We're going to get to him in just a quick second, but I did want to pass along this text on the Salmon Ash text line. Q, it's you and not me. Now I know why we'll never be together. You just don't know how to turn me on or off. Maybe in another lifetime. Sincerely, all hybrid Tesla cars. The girl in Dublin from back in the day and your fab key. (laughs) Cheers, Sir Whiskey Ray. Thank you so much for that text. Clearly, it's got all our stories. or got all my stories locked in. And I did not know how to drive that Tesla. I didn't know how to stop it or turn it off. I didn't know how to do a lot in that
3: damn thing. But we got it there. It's amazing you made it back. No, No, hey, man, I got it there. I did a good job. I mean, steering and braking and the gas pedal—that's really all. That's all the basics, right? I mean, that's all I needed to know. I just didn't know how to turn the thing on or off. It's all right;
2: it happens. But but I got I got I got the people to where they need to be safely. That's how we roll. I was being a, a very uh, responsible young man because that's exactly who I am. Let's go out to Mitch in New Jersey real quick and see what he's got on his mind. What's on your mind, Mitch? No Q. What's up, Doc?
7: Oh, first of all, uh, good show. Thank you. First of all, you, you cars rep- your car's replaceable. Your kids are excited riding your car. They can't wait to drive. They think you make drive look easy.
2: Yeah, you hey, man. Easy. Hey, man, look. They're replaceable, too. <laughs> no, don't say I'm that. Young, I'm don't young enough. To, I know. I know. Believe me, I know. But I'm young enough, though, dog. You know, I'm just saying. Just kidding.
7: All right. And, and you mentioned uh, a line. These are my two favorite lines from movies, and I'll make my quick uh, rate of point you can't handle the truth, and I'm not falling for the banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> you know, but, anyway, um, I would say something to Farrell, get your, your first-round pick, play like a big fourth in the in the, in the first round. You know, Groan. Uh, I'm kind of glad he's gone. He, he did a, a big fourth there. At least he, he got all up to it. He wasn't malicious like the other one, but uh, you, gotta get, you can't have people like that around. Bad drafting. Just Farrell, just you know, play much better. It can only get better, right? Right. And right. Derek Carr, he's going to put some good numbers. I'm looking forward to Sunny's game. Hopefully that's a win, big time.
2: There, there it is. Great call, Mitch. I definitely appreciate you. That's a way to do the mic drop and uh, close out the show really strong. Definitely appreciate that. Vinny Bonson, is coming up next, 4 to 6 p.m. in the huddle with Lincoln Kennedy. They'll have a lot of great stuff to get to, so I'm excited about that. Before we go, and I'll ask Vinny as well, who's in studio with us, Vinny, Tampa Bay at Philadelphia, four and one against what? Three and two, I do believe. What's the, uh, or maybe two and three? I think Philly's only won two games. I can't remember the exact record. But what's your
0: thoughts on this game? Definitely Tampa Bay, right? Um, I just, I, I think there's Philadelphia just. I'm not sure about their quarterback. Uh, their offense has been spotty except for when they play the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. But then everybody scores on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I just think the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a better team on a short week like this. Tom Brady uh, and his crew, I think, will uh, will be on top of their business. And so fairly easy win. But it's it's hard to go to Philadelphia, I have to say that. Well, Philadelphia is going to be coming here next week. Yeah, exactly. And they'll have extra time to prepare for the Raiders. and. They'll have a better look at the Raiders and yep. where the Raiders are right now, especially offensively. I think they're going to see a little bit of a different uh, approach with Greg Olson and a heavy dose of uh, Derek Carr being part of the game plan, the play calling. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that looks uh, on Sunday. No doubt. Demon. who do you
2: got? Uh, Eagles or you got Tampa Bay?
3: Definitely
0: Tampa Bay.
2: All right. I'm rolling with uh, the Buccaneers as well. And uh, Vinny, before I-, I pass the sticks on to you, you've been out at Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center every single day. They've been switching up time, so I haven't been able to be there what are you getting, man? What
0: are your sense? What's the energy right now at the, at the, around the guys and the coaches? I think um, there's there's still some disappointment and anger and a lot of confusion and what just happened, but also, uh, and we've been talking about this for a while, uh, mm-hmm. Q, our observations of this team is that there's a lot of – it's very sound in terms of character and professionalism. So whatever happens the rest of this year, I don't think you're going to look back and, and blame what happened on anything, whether it goes south or goes north. Whatever the case might be, I think they're going to win or lose lose based on merit and where they are as a team and whether or not they're better than who they're playing on any given Sunday. I think they're sound enough and mature enough to deal with everything that's happened these last couple of days, six days or so.
2: And I don't want to start no mess before I leave. And Devon, how much time do I have? About a minute. Giants. Dodgers, yes. Game five action, Vinny. It gets
0: no better than this. No, it doesn't. And and the (laughs) Dodgers are making making a a quick little change in their pitching staff. Yeah, saw that. Trying to throw the Giants off a little bit, and uh, Julio uh, Urias is is going to. He was scheduled to start. Now he's going to come in a little bit later in the game. So there's some mind games being played right now. You got to love it uh, at this time of year. But you know what? What here's the thing that's sad about the whole thing? The two best teams are the Giants and the Dodgers no in doubt. baseball. Yep, one of them is going to be watching the rest of the playoffs uh, from their from their couch or golf, uh, you know, uh, the golf course, whatever. I don't like that.
2: Don't you wish it was for a title? Yes, exactly. It would be great. It would be great. Both teams have 109 wins. I know. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Well, baseball fans enjoy tonight's game. Giants and Dodgers. May the best team win. I think they'll win the World Series, whoever wins tonight's game. So, uh, Vinny Bonsignor, Licky Kennedy coming up next in the huddle, baby. That's how we roll. So Unnecessary Roughness. Radio Nation Radio, 920.
1: 43 Guard. under pressure loses the ball and it's picked up by
5: Oakland by Newhouse and then Newhouse loses the ball